Are you a creative? I think you are. And that's why you should join my circle community, the Creative Study Lounge. Listen, we all know how social media is right now with all the lying, the bots, the ads, the shadow banning, your posts not getting seen, the requests from people you don't know, the strange activities. Social media is a mess right now. So that's why I decided to create a community just for creatives where we can get down and talk about writing, video games, art, development, things in popular media, whatever we want, or just some nonsense. There's a place for it all. It's at the Creative Study Lounge. And while you're there, you can get the merch, send me questions, comments, ideas, and you can generally support the podcast. Check the links in the description. We'll be adding more as time goes along, but hey, it's a good thing. CreativeStudyLounge.com or check the links in the description. Once again, that's CreativeStudyLounge.com or check the links in the description. And you won't have to listen to this dumb advertisement. Now let's get on with the program. Did you know that the second Friday in June, did you know that the second Friday in January is known as Quitter's Day? Something I didn't know about, something I hadn't heard of before, because I'm not a quitter. So why would I know about that? But I heard about this and it got me thinking. We are like three weeks into the new year, 2024, and people are already giving up, abandoning ship, just saying, screw it, this is not going to happen. And honestly, to me, that just sounds like a very sad time for you to be you if that's what you're doing, because we're just now getting started, man. We're just getting into the role of this. But I do want to acknowledge this whole idea, this whole concept of two weeks in, just quitting, just barely getting started and you've already quit. The, the little excitement of the new year, the honeymoon period apparently is over. And now this is when people start to trash your goals. And guess what? I'm actually not opposed to you trashing your goals. I'm opposed to you quitting and stopping altogether. There's a lot of different thoughts people have on this. I'm not talking about not making resolutions and there are people out there saying you should make disillusions where you're just happy being who you are. We already discussed that once. We can discuss it again. But being, just being who you are and being content with yourself is one thing, but being the best you can be while you're happy with who you are, that's going to take a little work. And to do that, you might need to not dissolve your resolutions, but trash your goals. I want to explain all that today on this episode of Creativity Threads Life. This podcast is something I didn't even think I'd be starting and going into the way that I have. But what ended up happening was towards the end of the year, I was reflecting. Beginning of the year, I was looking forward to new things. And I was trying to figure out exactly how I should proceed. And the idea of the podcast came back to me. Now, I've done various versions of a podcast before. I'm going to call this version number five. But I thought to myself, what can I do that I like to do, that's comfortable for me to do, that keeps my energy flowing, that achieves several of my goals, and continues moving me forward and doesn't have any bad detriments to it and I can kind of keep doing? What's something that I can keep putting energy towards that pulls my momentum forward? And it was the podcast. I thought about getting super social on social media, and I'm doing that to an extent with threads. I thought about getting more active in reels and making content in the 
the video, short video format sense. I thought of that. Then I thought of, you know, getting really big into the networking and direct sales and jumping in everyone's inbox. And that wasn't my thing. So all these th things and ideas came up. And even the email list, which I still, which I still kick out. See mrbenja.com if you need more on that. But even with all of this, I thought to myself, what's that one thing that I can just keep doing and that I can flow well with personally? It's going to take a little work. It's going to take a little practice getting where I want to be. It's going to take some massaging. But I do have a resolution now. Um, and it's not necessarily to keep this podcast going. Um, I don't tell my resolutions. But I do have a resolution now. And to get that to get that end result that the resolute nature of me will bring is going to cause me to do some things and podcast fits into that very well. So I'm not necessarily devoted to the podcast. I'll be here, but what I'm devoted to is this resolution I've made and the podcast is going to help me get there. So this is how we do things. Um, we, as a people, uh, as humanity as it is right now, about two weeks into the new year, people start giving up on their goals. There was a study done on this, and it just illustrated that people very quickly become disillusioned, and they stop worrying about the gym. They just give up. And I've seen this happen with some of my friends, too. It's very disheartening, actually, where they're like, yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that. And then they get upset. They can't make it. Something happens, something gets in the way, and they give up. And we talked about a little, we talked about this a little bit before in an earlier podcast, but I want to actually give you the permission to go ahead and try to trash something, trash one of your goals. What do I mean by that? Well, to do that, I need to back up a little bit and re-explain the difference between a goal and a resolution. So bear with me if you've already heard this, but a goal is a metric. It's a measurement of a certain point that you're going to release, that you're going to reach. It's a finish line. It's a point on the barometer. It's a number on a scale. It's a specific measurable thing that you can work towards that you can realistically do in a certain amount of time. That's what a goal is. Sometimes you need to trash those goals. And yes, that was an explanation of SMART goals, if you caught that. But what we have now is a situation where we create these goals and the industry gets us hyped to buy planners, to go to the, get gym memberships, to, you know, hire a financial advisor, to hang out with their kids more. They do all these big grandiose things. And it seems like it's almost just to sell you a few composition books, a few journals, to sell you some workout equipment. And it's become this unfun thing because after two weeks if no one's into it no one's buying it i mean in the in the uh the emotional sense the commitment sense no one's buying it then then what are you doing you're damaging yourself when i'm when i'm out creating i always have to ask myself the question all right where am i going now when i set this up i set this up as a trajectory a general direction that I know I need to go in to get to, to get closer to my 
final destination. And there is no really final destination. You're just going to keep going. For example, I like to think of it as a mountain off in the distance. When I see a mountain off in the distance, I want to go toward that mountain. I just made the decision. Listen, I'm going to go to the mountain. Maybe I don't even want to climb up the mountain. That mountain is just where I'm going to go. Maybe there's something on the other side of the mountain. I don't know what's happening. That's just my general trajectory, my general direction, my general personal narrative arc. My trajectory is going to take me towards that mountain to see what I can see because I'm an explorer of life and creative, and that's what I do. So I'm going to go for the mountain. If I'm standing where I am, I don't know exactly how I'm going to get there. Now, once you have that big goal of the mountain, and I shouldn't even call it a big goal, once you have that big point that you want to reach, once you know your general trajectory, there's a big point that you're going to reach or reach for. Then you start to look at your goals right, right beside you. Now, the goal, as I said, is something you can uh, specify, measure, you know, that you can definitely take action on. It's realistic, and you can do it in a certain amount of time. I think that's dumb in a lot of senses. It doesn't work for a lot of people. But the smaller your scope is, and you want to just get started and do something, then you set a goal. There is a time for a goal. My other podcast, Smart Goals Are Stupid, explains a little bit of how that can get out of control and how that can get bothersome. But if you're looking at just getting started, just getting your feet moving, you have very small goals, very small measurements, very discreet. That's the mathematical discreet, not the silent, quiet discreet. Very discreet points that you should be able to reach. It's like a connect the dots. It's, you're never going to get the full line. You're just going to get these small little connections. And moving to each dot in the connect the dots pattern is a goal. Going from one piece, one dot to another dot. One segment finishes, you go to the next segment. And each of these segments has goals. You've probably seen the, the success is not a straight line meme slash illustration where you've got this. On the bottom left of the image, you'll see a starting point. This is you. You are here. And then at the top right, you'll see some goal position, some far-off thing they call a goal. I don't like calling these far-off things a goal. As I said, it's a point you want to reach, your destination. But along the way, it's not a straight line. It's drawn as this big squiggly series of lines. Some lines go off the page, come back on, go backwards away from the destination, then go towards the destination. They go perpendicular to it, orthogonal, if you want to call it that. It just takes all these squiggly lines. Sometimes it even goes past the destination. You have to come back to reach it. Point is, where you're trying to get to is not a straight line. And setting yourself up with a very, very, very concrete goal is going to lead you astray. Why? Because if you have a super concrete goal, that, that means you don't have any flexibility and anything that happens very locally or on the short term is going to dissuade you. It's going to get you off of your game and you're going to get upset at it. That's why when you're working on your small term goals, you should be ready to trash them at any given moment. They're not working for you or you're done working with them. Good. Get them out the way. Trash them. How do I mean that? All right. Let's say you, for some reason, uh, somebody convinced you to go to the gym five days a week. They convinced you to stay there for two hours every session. They convinced you to buy all this equipment. 
and you're like, yeah, sure, this is great. That's the kind of commitment that will sound great for about two weeks. And then all of a sudden you're part of quitter's day because it's not sustainable. You had some, some lofty concept that wasn't even rooted in reality. What you've got to be able to do is pivot. You've got to be able to trash what you're currently doing, reassemble it, and try it again in a different way. You may not even know what your destination is. You may have just said, well, I want to get healthy. That's not a great, greatly defined definition, but okay, you want to get healthy. Does that mean you need to increase your cardio? Does that mean you need to increase your physical strength, your endurance, your ability to work for long periods of time, your ability to lift heavy things? It could mean a lot of things. Get healthy. It could just mean to lose weight and look better. You want to be able to fit into certain clothes. You want to be able to walk up the steps without huffing and puffing and sweating. These things all need to be considered when you start figuring out how you're going to pivot. Because whenever you pivot or change direction slightly, you're staying on your course, but you're pivoting a bit to adjust the course. You need to trash something you're doing and do something slightly different. So if you had this goal of five days a week, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to stay there two hours at a time. I'm going to use all this gym equipment. I'm going to tell my friends. I'm going to blah, 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 all this stuff. And something's not working. Are you going too, too often? That may be true. You may need to scale back a little bit. We're not asking for perfection on every run. We're asking for you to continually do the run. Or at least have some sort of regularity to it. Whether it's every day, every week, every three times. Once you get into a pattern, that starts to build up that momentum. And as that momentum builds up, that'll move you closer towards your final destination. I keep saying final destination as if you're talking about death which I'm not. There is no final destination. I guess that is death then. You're just going to keep going until you die. All right, I'll accept that. But the closer you get to where you want to be, the goal will change. The goalpost should adjust slightly. And once again, do not get goal confused with resolution. If you've made the resolve, if you've made the resolution to get healthy enough to pick your child up, run up a flight of stairs without being out of breath and without sweating and falling over. That might be, that's your resolution. That's your, that's your resolve. You've set that up in your head. It's like, listen, if I can't be with my, my spouse and take this child and go up a flight of stairs, I, I don't know what I'm doing with myself. And then, okay, boom, you got your resolve. Now, once you start to set your goals, you'll start to figure out Okay, you know what? It doesn't matter how many times I go to the gym. If I keep eating uh, Little Caesars pizza at every morning, you know, every morning at 7-Eleven, you know, and wash it down with the big goal, what am I doing? I'll, I'll never be able to, no matter how much I go work out, I'll still be messing my cardiovascular system. And, you know, my, uh, I'll, I'll just be messing my system up if I'm doing that every morning at 7 a.m. at 7-Eleven with the big gulp. So you got to pull back on some things and say, okay, I need to trash something. I need to throw something out and try something else. Not a completely different thing, but you just need to pivot a little bit. You just need to adjust your sights 
and make that change because what you want is to continually add to what you were doing in a meaningful way. Don't just continue to do something. Every time you do it, make a little bit of an extra change, make a little bit of a, you know, put a little bit of extra juice on it. Can you do it a little bit faster? Can you do it with a little more ink? Can you get a little more juice out of this orange? Every time. If you read Atomic Habits by James Clear, you'll understand what I'm going for. Where you have these things that continue to compound on top of each other, just like the compound interest in, in finances. And you'll keep getting 1% better as long as you keep trying. Now, there are other ways to accelerate this and, and move even faster. But for right now, I'm just talking about not ending up quitting. Because this is apparently the time when everybody starts to quit. So as you're moving along, doing your thing, building up your, your perseverance, your resistance, your, your endurance, and you're doing all this pivoting and something's not working for you, you got to trash it. Don't let people shame you because they'll say, hey, I thought you were going to the gym. And then you might have to end up talking to them like, uh, listen, I couldn't make it to the gym as much as I wanted to, but I found I could actually move closer to my goal by closer. I could get closer to keeping my resolution by not going to the gym, but going to this yoga class. So what happens next? Two weeks down the line after that, you're like, well, yeah, the yoga class was fine, but I actually learned that they have a spinner class. I didn't even know what spinner was. Started riding a bike with a bunch of people. It was great. I'm like, oh, okay. So you start the spinner class. And then next time you talk to this person, you're like, yeah, I'm not doing the spinner class anymore. I actually found out um, in the spinner class that, you know, I, there were really a lot of people there who really valued their fitness. And so I only go to the spinner class once a week to meet with them. But for the most part, I just meet with the people and they're so health oriented that it keeps me health oriented. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Now that's just fine. But if you listen, this sounds like you're, you're continually giving up or you can't stay focused. That is a danger. But if you're actually moving forward, if you're, at, if you're moving forward, you have to make that qualification qualifier yourself. If you're actually moving forward, do not be afraid to pivot into something that's moving a little faster or a little better for you. The key is it's, it works better. Not that what you're doing is failing and you just want to quit and give up. I'll get to that in a second. But as you're going along, you try to pivot a little bit. You know, maybe wearing, maybe wearing this certain type of outfit doesn't get you the right response at work. Try it out for a month. Then try out another style of clothing for a month. And then try changing up your, your hygiene routine. You know, maybe you need to moisturize more and do more with your hair or whatever. And you keep trying these things out every couple weeks. You're still learning. You're experimenting. You're trying to get to a place where your momentum flows better and you're moving along your trajectory even better every day. Don't be afraid to trash what's not working for you. Be afraid of becoming a quitter. Let's make that distinction. So once again, the problem with goals is if you have this thing in your head or on the whiteboard that says, I'm going to go to the gym, that might easily change. What if they close down the gym location? What if 
your, the person you carpool to the gym with decides to stop going to that gym. It's like, yeah, I can't go at the same time. Maybe I'm going to go a different day. I'm going to go, I'm going to go at nights instead of in the morning. And all of a sudden you're, you're messed up. Like, man, I can't control all this other stuff around the goal, but I can control my trajectory. So that's what you focus on. Goals can be damn. Goals can be thrown out and replaced with better goals. If you're ready to trash a goal, then you won't be so worried about whether it, you know, whether some arbitrary metric is reached or not. You'll be able to more confidently go about what you're doing. So, yeah. If you're thinking about the the diagram I, I illustrated before, where you've got where you want to be in the bottom left corner and where you are in the bottom left corner and where you want to be in the top right corner, it's going to be a crazy squiggly line going up, down, left, right, all over the place until it gets to its point. And this is how most ventures go. As you... As you're going along on your journey, you're going to start to understand different things. You're going to see different problems. You're going to see different opportunities. And in fact, if you have your goal so easily in mind that you can map out everything, then you don't know what you're doing because you're only going to take these very little stepwise actions. I shouldn't say you don't know what you're doing. You, you don't know how to push far enough. Because in any valid venture, you push far enough and you're like, holy crap, I didn't know this would have looked like out here. What am I doing? I'm lost. I don't know. So you may have to trash your old ideas and come up with some new ones. Like, okay. I was on the highway driving to get to the mountains. And all of a sudden, it says only semi-trucks can go down this route. Maybe I need to learn how to drive a semi. That might sound crazy, but it might need, that might need to be what happens. Maybe I can hitch a ride with somebody and just learn from them. Or maybe I'll hire somebody to ride me on, a, on their semi. I don't know. You start coming up with all these ideas. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Why am I even driving? Maybe I should fly there instead. Is there a helicopter service that can take me over there? How much is that going to cost? And you start coming up with these other ideas as your goals get trashed and replaced. Because if you're ever beholden to some metric, then you may end up with problems. Your metrics should be evaluated every so often. A lot of corporations do this in quarters. So every three months, four times a year, they'll check to see where they are and do they need to trash something, cancel something, or go in another direction. Or put more energy, more resources into this part and take it away from that part. But corporations understand that. They're willing to trash things very quickly. Not working, trash it. Not giving us the right results, trash it. And you should be willing to do that too. So the question that actually came up with on threads that was getting at people, people didn't, didn't understand it, I'd say, or didn't have a good answer for it, was when should you trash your goals? And when should you decide to pivot? Do you pivot or do you keep staying the course? Do you see how long it is? how long the road is down this way, or do you pivot? Do you stop and get directions? What do you need to do to figure out what you should be doing right now? And there are dangers to both of them. And I can't give a generalized answer. And that's one of the issues here. 
there is no real answer. A lot of people will say, hey, you just need to keep staying the course, keep banging your head against it. You'll get past the obstacle. And there's a lot of truth to that. There are a lot of obstacles. There are a lot of barriers. And sometimes we just need to figure out how to plow through them. As we come closer to the barrier, we need to get into some creative thinking, some critical thought, figure out how to go around it, under it, through it, over it, bypass it, make it irrelevant or unnecessary, whatever they have to do to make sure the obstacle is not in front of them and blocking them anymore. There is a case for that. On the other hand, at some point, you have to ask yourself, well, wait a minute, should I even be doing this? Is this even worth it? And this is dangerous territory. Because if you're putting out good energy, most people by nature will want to get more results and pull back on the amount of energy that they're putting out or that they're cycling through. Because sticking to the course can be painful. It can be embarrassing. It can be wasteful, quite honestly. But yes, yeah, some things just need hammering. But what you're looking for is not just to hammer and bang your head against the wall. You're looking for a way to crack through to higher levels of momentum, getting that energy flowing. So what's on the other side with the problem with the other side? Well, if, you, if you're talking about pivoting, you should be able to pivot and pivot quickly and trash old ideas, adopt new ones without losing sight of where you're trying to get. And this is what happens. A lot of people get what they call shiny object syndrome. I know I've gotten this plenty of times before. They get into the grass is greener syndrome where it's like, well, obviously things are going to be better over there because I'm not over there. There's a whole psychological reasoning behind this. But instead of just full on dropping everything and running off into some other direction, try dabbling just a little bit. Not like getting into, but just dabbling, just to see what it's about. And see if you can really compare it to what you have now. Like you can dabble with another gym. Say, hey, listen, I'm going to this gym, but I want to I just try out your gym for a couple weeks. I'm still going to keep my old membership. I just want to dabble over here and see what's happening. And you should be skeptical of things you dabble into. You have to ask yourself, why is this any better than what I was doing before? You have to really test it. You go check out the new gym. It's got all new people at it. But you start looking around and you're seeing that these people, you know, aren't that happy. You're seeing that they're not really getting the gains that they want. And you're like, man, I thought this gym was the best, but they just, they just have all the amenities and all the people here aren't trying to get any better. They're not trying to get healthy. They're not going to help me do anything. They're just going to help me get lazy. So you may have to, eh, and go back to what you were doing. But yeah, just the same way. Just when you dabble with something, don't, don't be afraid to trash that either. And we'll, come with the, we'll, we'll be presented with a lot of choices that seem very appealing right off the bat. And they seem very appealing because the first 20% of mastery or competence at any given endeavor, that early 20% is usually set up to be pretty easy to onboard people. They'll get you in, oh yeah, we got this and this, and the newness will excite you. But if you can't see past that newness, that first 
and you don't know how it's going to be in the long haul, then you're going to have problems. So at any given moment, you've got to be putting out enough energy in, in your current direction. You should be blazing in your current direction, really putting out enough energy so you understand what it is that you're, you're doing. If you're putting in a small amount of energy, then you really can't tell. And the next thing looks as good as what you're doing. But when you're really invested in what you're doing, like if you're really invested, then you know, okay, this is how this works. This is how this, this drive. This is how this is set up. This is how this flows. You start knowing the ins and outs. You start knowing the enemies. You start knowing the friends. You start knowing the consequences. You start knowing the benefits. You start knowing the risk. You start knowing the rewards. And you're there for all of it. You ever see some people that when they go to the gym, they, they're, they're ready to quit, but they really haven't put in the work. You're like, you don't even deserve to quit yet. You haven't really put in the time to understand what you're dealing with. It's like, ooh, ooh, child, my arms hurt. They're supposed to hurt. What I want to know is, after a month from now, after doing this, do you still feel this way? Or have you learned to enjoy that challenge? After you, get through, after you get through the little honeymoon, oh, this is cute period, and you really start trying to push yourself, and you're not worried about the individual goal, you will take care of that, but you're pushing hard with this momentum because you think it's going to take you to that final destination, not worrying about the little intermittent goals along the way. This might be a little bit of an odd concept, but if you stay the course, push with enough momentum, you'll start finding out the, the boundaries, the boundaries of what you're trying to accomplish. Like, do you really understand juggling if you can only do three balls? A lot of people will say, well, yeah, I kind of get the point. Okay, you can kind of get the gist. You can kind of get the point just by dabbling in, in your current direction. But when you push hard and when you push to go big, you have to start saying, no, no, no I really don't know what I'm talking about until I've, until I've pushed myself to complete ignorance and failure. Complete ignorance is, I, oh my gosh, six balls? I don't know how to do that. Oh, juggle six balls? Or no, juggle three balls, a bowling pin? Bowling pin might be a little too heavy. Three balls? a drumstick, and, you know, a bottle of water. How am I supposed to juggle all that? Until you've really started to push, you can't know that. Like, do you really know what it means to be a podcaster or a programmer or an artist? Like, well, you know, I painted something and then I got in the art fair once and... Listen, were you arguing the benefits of acrylics versus oils versus acrylic gouache, versus watercolor? Were you really out there arguing over canvas versus linen? Did you really take the time to dig a little deeper and really start understanding what you were getting into? That type of deep push is the only way you're going to get any momentum. It's strong, it's fast. You've got to be pushing on both of those to actually get some movement. You've got to go hard and you've got to go fast. Now, some people don't like to do that because they'll think they'll, they've gone in the wrong direction. Back to our driving example. 
Like, hey, hey, you're going, you're going the wrong way. It's like, I don't care, I'm going. But you're going the wrong way. We need to stop and look around. And by going faster, you can find out for certain whether you're going the wrong way and usually double all the way back, then go in the right direction, and you'll still make better time than them. In fact, you'll have practiced going fast and changing direction, and you'll be able to win more often in the end than they will because they're still sitting around. Well, hold on a second. Maybe we should stop. And there is no stop. Just go. If you did something wrong, you had the wrong goal, trash it. As I said, you're supposed to. But you need to figure out properly if you should be trashing your goal or sticking with it. And for the most part, a lot of us haven't pushed hard enough to understand if we should even trash it or not. In fact, this ties in wonderfully to the idea of work smarter, not harder. While true, while true, you have to work hard to understand what smart work even is to understand how to act on a smart decision. If someone's just doing something right off the bat because it's easier, you have to ask yourself, what is it about that challenge that got you off your game so quickly? You never took the time to understand anything, to push that hard, to push that fast, to see how, how far you could go, if you could make it. Trash your goals. You're going along the way. You're hammering. You're doing your thing. You're trying to go strong. You're trying to go hard, trying to go fast. And then someone says, you're working too hard. That might be true. But they often don't know what the hell they're talking about. If you're working hard, you understand, okay, when I do this, this is really what happens. Okay, when I try to put this together, this is actually what happens. They're just sitting around thinking, I don't want to get sweaty. That shows you nothing. Getting in there, and, and hustle culture has gotten such a bad rap, and with a lot of, and it deserves a lot of the uh, bad rap that it gets in a lot of situations. But I think people have really decided, I just want to be me. I just want to be happy. I just want to be content. Valid goals. Valid, valid. But even with that, you have to find a way to push towards it. Why is something keeping you from this easier life? And the, the, the solution isn't just to sit down in the dirt. You can still keep high energy up. You know, a lot of people have the, the wrong idea about me. Um, they think, I was at work one time. And I was working hard, like I do. And someone said, one of the managers said, hey, you really, you really like to work. You're a, a good and happy worker. I had to stop him. I'd check him and said, listen, I don't work the way I work because of anything this job is offering me. I work the way I work because I want to. And this is the kind of person I am. And they didn't know whether to be offended or shocked or what. They just kind of looked at me like, uh, oh, okay and gave me that blank stare. Because when I go to a job, I'm there to improve myself, not improve the job. I'm not there to make anyone happy. I'll do my job and I'll get my paycheck. But I'm there to learn. I'm there to experience, possibly network. I'm there to grow. Every company situation that you get into or every 
work situation that you get into. You should be able to use it for your advancement, not because of some abstract ethereal goal that or standard that people think that you should reach. I told a story about Grant Cardone a while ago where two people went to work at McDonald's and one person hated it and one person loved it. The person that hated it didn't know why they were there. They didn't know why they came home smelling like fries. They didn't know why people were yelling at them while the other person was there happy as a lark because they're trying to figure out how to run a McDonald's franchise in the future. And they're learning all the ins and outs. They're learning what people come at what time, how to prepare certain foods, food safety, uh, cleanliness. They're learning you know, how to handle the money and make sure everything's on point. They're learning security. So get in there and get your momentum together. If a goal isn't really yours, trash it. If it's not taking you towards that final destination you don't want, you want, trash it. If you don't understand it, keep going. If you don't understand it, work harder, learn a little more. If you don't understand it, do your thing and then look around to see what else am I missing. Talk to some people, ask somebody something. But don't get caught up in don't get caught up in the rest of society that's having this, having this little bit of a meltdown two weeks into January talking about it's Quitter's Day. And one good way to stay on top of yourself, I found, is a concept of I call one level higher. Usually when you're working a job, working a, a routine, or you got some situation, you're usually thinking, I don't want to do this. I don't need to do that. I'm trying to do this one little very specific thing and it's frustrating. If you consider it in terms of one thinking one level higher, then you can usually get a better result. And what do I mean by one level higher? If you're continually thinking about, well, I'm doing this job so I can get to my next paycheck. If that's the only thing you're thinking about, then you're going to start to resent the job and only sit around for the paycheck. And you may find things to like about the job and whatever, but it won't be as strong as it would have been if you were thinking one level higher. One level higher could be, hey, I'm thinking about going to the Bahamas. So every time I'm here, I get to, I get to work towards saving for that Bahamas trip. Or you want to be a better networker. Every day you're at the job, it's not like you have to do your job. It's like, no, I get another chance to talk to people, learn people skills, try different things, hang out with different groups of people. I get to learn how to network internally. Let me try and practice that here. Or someone's keeps saying, hey, this one little thing isn't working. Why can't we get this thing to work? Start thinking one level higher. Okay, we're trying to get this one little thing to work. Is the entire process even working? Like, you're not going to the gym to go to the gym. You're not going to, you're not going on the spin machine class. You're not going to the spins class to, to just go to the spin class. You have to be thinking one level higher. Like, no, every time I do this, every time I sweat, every time I meet up with these people, it's encouraging me to do better and better and better. And that allows me to keep on hammering and building up that momentum and looking one level higher keeps me away from that grass is green syndrome, the shiny object syndrome. I don't know. Maybe that's just how I see it. Because if something's not working, you can trash your goal and keep going. Have you ever noticed 
somebody like a, a lot of these very powerful creators, creative types, uh, your Steve Jobs, your your Rockstar Games, your your tech companies, or maybe just somebody you know in your family, some managers, and a lot of a lot of uh, people in the rank and file get mad at management for changing their minds a lot. But yeah, sometimes you you need to. That's what you're supposed to do. Something's not working out. Trash it. Facebook starts on a feature. No one likes it. Trash it. Change into something else. Keep hammering at it for a little while. Make adjustments. See if see if those adjustments work. But stay on that one level higher, so you're moving towards your main your main objective, your final destination. On the other hand, you can stay tuned to your goals very closely. Where if you know you're thinking one level higher. If you have that thought in mind, then you can actually go down deeper and enjoy your very minute detailed work much more easily by thinking one level higher. You go from worrying about going to the gym to the micro detail of am I lifting this am I lifting this barbell just right? Who who can I check with that can rate my form? Should I record myself actually doing a workout, not trying to get views for Instagram? But should I record myself and, and check my form later when I get home and adjust? Because that's the high, that's the high level matching up with the low level work right there. And having those two at the same time is a powerful thing because it keeps you on your trajectory and it keeps you moving by editing the small little details that that just might need some adjustment, some tinkering, and it keeps you on your high path. The middle is where you don't want to be, where you're just kind of floundering around. You're not really pushing. You're not really going detailed. You're not really going high level. You're just kind of joking around. And then that's when the shiny object syndrome and the green grass syndrome starts to creep in. And you start wondering, huh, well, maybe I should be, maybe I should be studying Latin instead of going to the gym. And it's like, oh, I don't know, even know what you're talking about, dude. But anyway, speaking of pivoting, um, I'm watching, I'm, you know what, I need to come up with a clean exit for the, the proper part of the podcast before I start talking about other stuff. Not sure how I want to do that. Um, and this is me talking and thinking about my creativity out loud in real time. I want to put the, I want to put the viewer mail and the, the more social stuff at the end, as opposed to at the beginning. When you start up one of these podcasts, I want you to get right into the mix and meat of it. That's why I do it that way. And then towards the end, you'll start hearing discussions like this where I'm just talking about podcasting in general, things that are going on right now, what I'm trying out. So that's pretty much how I'm going to format it going forth. I don't know of anyone else that's doing this, but I don't care. Uh, if it doesn't work, I'll trash it, but I'm going to hammer at it for a while and make it more of a thing. In the meantime... I would like to thank some of my people from Instagram for popping through. 1913 Matters, DJ Sean Black, awesome, always good to have you. Uh, Programmer Black, and Gil Sandivius, thanks for stopping through. Margaret Crone, always good seeing you around. And uh, <clears throat> Liberty Madison, too, thanks for coming through. Always good to hear from you. So, yeah. I'm going to be taking this podcast, and it's on the podcast channels now. The next phase of this is to get some 
I don't know what to call it, more community aspects wrapped into it. So going into the next week and the week after that, I'm going to start adding in some community elements. You'll see that on the website, creativitythreadslife.com. And, and I'll, be, I'll be making some announcements. So the creative shirts are always still out there. I'm going to post a few more images of those. You can get those from Creative Study Lounge. As I said, <clears throat> the stuff is kind of in different places, but I'm bringing it together right now. And that's going to that's gonna do it for this one. Got a little frog in my throat here, so something's happening. Maybe it's telling me it's time to get off for the night. But anyway, <clears throat> thank you. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, subscribe on Spotify, and subscribe on Google or however you want to get this podcast. Leave a comment. <clears throat> Let me know where you're coming from. Let me know where you are. We're going to keep doing this thing in 2024. They're telling you to give up. They really are. I've got the documents and the, the notes saying that you should give up. And I'm saying, listen, you can keep doing this thing. You can keep doing what you need to do. You can push through it. Keep your final destination, your trajectory in mind. Keep that overall objective front and center. Don't give up. Find a way to keep your momentum going. And if something's not working for you, trash it. If you find out later on, oh, wait, that did work, then pick it back up again. But don't be afraid to trash your goal. This is Mr. Benja. Thanks very much.